Welcome everybody to Big Bill's Flamecast, episode 2 for October the 3rd, 2022. We have a hell of a show for you guys today. Flames preseason action continues here in the 403 and uh, tonight we have the Seattle Kraken on deck once again and then it's a back-to-back uh, -back couple of games against the Jets and like I said uh, before actually I don't know if I said it here before or somewhere else but I uh, was talking about the Kraken and how I know nothing about this team. Obviously, uh, I think they just started the season before. And, uh, yeah, the only thing I knew about this team is Mark Giordano once was a member of this team. And, uh, yeah. And the other thing I know about the team is uh, they won the last time the Flames went up against them. So uh, the record for them, or on paper... They don't seem like they're going to do very well this season, but we will see, and uh, every season's different, and we have to uh, evaluate these things as we go. So, I have lots of uh, audio for you guys, uh, Daryl Sutter, and I got some uh, Mackenzie Weger talk, also Tanev, lots of uh, audio to get to, and on Sunday... The uh, Calgary Flames made a lot of cuts to these uh, guys looking for a spot here on the team. Obviously, uh, they weren't all cut because of performance. Contracts and things like that uh, have to be worked out individually and also age. And Daryl Sutter said that these guys were in three different groups and he kind of evaluated them on that uh with that kind of mindset and some of the guys that were cut weren't necessarily underperforming it's just uh, the way it goes with uh, things like that but it's better for the man to explain it himself than me so here's Gerald Sutter on those cuts well maybe just to start with you know getting getting down narrowing your your uh, roster down a little bit but to kind of get a little bit closer to what you're going to see on opening day I mean is this kind of obviously the natural progression of training camp but, yeah. but oh. good to see it um, you know, that progression of going into the third or the second phase of it all. Uh, you know, when you're playing that many games tight like that, you're using uh, you're using two teams, really, when you look at it. So now we'll tighten it up and, and uh, take the next step. Is there a message to, uh, you know, a lot of those guys today that, that'll turn their attention to Wranglers camp or is it pretty self-explanatory? Uh, 18 players that went today is, is it's really clear they all had they all had good camps. They fall into three different, clearly into three different brackets. I think there's entry levels, guys, they're out of entry level and then the older group. And they were all, there's guys in every group that were really good. Quite honest, there's guys in that group that uh, outperformed guys that are still here. But because uh, of age or with the way their contracts are, so you know it's a good group, and they're you could tell they're 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 the right type of guys. And now it's about taking that next step as the season goes along. Wherever I think again, it's different brackets. You know those those guys that are you know we had uh, a couple of them are first year guys, but then there's guys that are second year guys that got to take a big step, and they had good camps. Quite honest, Connor uh, Zari was was really good, and we still have 
Still have the one boy here, defenseman. Boy, uh, it's a good player. So, you know, it's good shape that way. Uh, uh, Schwint that we got in the, that came in the trade, it's a good player. So, Dustin's still here, is a good player. So, you know, there's guys at each position that they got to take that next step. And the guys that, that are in those entry levels that maybe weren't quite as good at this camp, they got work to do. That's what. That's the evolution of a young player. Would, uh, would Jacob Pelche fit that last category, a guy who maybe didn't show everything he wanted to during this camp? I mean, literally all the attention is from the outside, not from the inside. Right? All, the, all the evaluations and all the, uh, what, the, what is said about is not, doesn't come from the inside. You know what? It's, it's tough to go to the next level, right? Very simple. There's size, strength, knowledge. Everybody's got something, lots to work on. And that's a good example. What, uh, I understand it's just been one practice, but what uh, makes Dylan Dubé a potential fit alongside Kadri and Majapani there? Because nobody else has yet. Not one. So I know Dylan. I trust Dylan. He can play all three. It's like I told him, told him this morning, play all three positions. I'm not sure which one it is yet. So there you have it, guys. That's Daryl Sutter on the young stars and the cuts being made. For me, the guy who's really stood out in this preseason, hands down, Dustin Wolf. He's a goaltender that's got me really excited for the future and hoping that uh, he's not so good that we have to trade him for something because of the fact we have such a plethora of excellent goaltending here in Calgary, something we haven't seen since uh, Kippersoff and um, Cujo, that kind of uh, back-to-back threat. We have such a great uh, tandem here in Calgary and uh, awesome goaltender for the future. Uh, that wasn't all Daryl Sutter was uh, asked about. That audio was actually on Sunday. He also had a press conference today um, before the Seattle game coming up here tonight where he uh, was questioned about his lines and who he wants to see where. And, uh, you know, he said it's really up in the air. He doesn't have a lot of... Uh, you know, um, solid thoughts on where some of these guys are. And so that was really interesting to hear. Ideally, do you, do you want to have those lines sort of set in stone for game one? Well, ideally, the outside is put lines together inside. We haven't found the, the ideal yet. You're still big on pairs too, right? That's your most important thing. League, I mean, that's how the league is. I mean, but you can say that. But you know, I could say that, Eric. But at the same time, we had lines last year that pretty much stayed together, just because they were successful. When you look at it, you know, you try and you think that this guy's going to fit with that guy. But you know what? We're because Naz has only played the one game, and and uh, I think that. Uh, uh, I just think it's moved around enough where, where we'd like to just see two guys be able to see a little, little bit together and you know how they react in practice. Certain. The biggest thing we got going for us, of 
quite honest, is finding is John, Jonathan Huberdeau is probably the best pastor this team's had in, in uh, maybe ever. So uh, those guys receiving that, that pass have to be a little bit more prepared for it, and that hasn't been the case yet. For, for you, what, what makes Huberto elite in that category? So you know them guys that have the vision, just know where people are, and they can see sticks. They don't see, they don't see the other jersey. They can see sticks, and they see plays, and they see, even though they, you know, they may not have any time, they can still make it. Right? They're not just putting it to an area or something like that. They're putting it where you should shoot, and you got to be ready for that. So with a player like Jonathan, if you're on the receiving end of those passes, is it foot speed? Is it hockey sense? Like what trade? It's all that. State of readiness. I mean, that's what elite players do. They, you rise up to play with them, or or you have trouble. And that's, as I said, that's a that type of passer is is rare in this league. I mean, you you think, well, you had, what do you have last year? Yeah, like was most helpers ever by a left winger ever? Pretty unique. What? Who's the best passer you ever played with? Well, probably. All my brothers when we were kids, because <laughs> they knew I could score. Right, give him, give him the puck, <laughs> or the tennis ball. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. You know, not that I played with, but uh, yeah, probably savvy, Dennis Savard. Damn, it's good to hear Daryl Sutter have a good belly laugh there. He's always so stoic and guarded with his responses, and uh, it's nice to hear that. So uh, I listen to a lot of Flames podcasts and and like to hear other guys and their opinions and what they see going on in the ice and really get a good perspective um, from a lot of uh, different podcasts. And there's one that I really enjoy called Into the Flames, and I highly recommend this a YouTube channel. I'm, I don't know where else you can find them. I get them on YouTube, Into the Flames. Well, these guys were talking about how impressed they are with uh, Uyghur, Mackenzie Uyghur, and uh, they had some really good um, information on the status of, of him wanting to play here, his feelings on that. And so instead of just uh, parroting what they say, I thought I would get the clip of them talking about it and share it here with you guys. The only guy that I have been genuinely in love with who isn't Huberto is Mackenzie Weger. Yeah, I was just going to bring him up too because that game against Edmonton in the Dome, he was magnificent. He was driving play like I haven't seen a Flames defenseman drive play like that in what since like prime geo maybe like five years ago geo maybe maybe i'd say like semi prime tj brody if that just in terms of the rush game dude and like, the defense was there too there was that point where an oiler had a breakaway and Uyghur chased him down from behind just calm as can be knocks the puck off his stick into the corner and up the ice and they're out in the breakout again and i'm just like this guy Literally does it all on the ice. He can do it all. He scored in that game. Like he's a stud. Like he's a literal stud. 
you gotta re-sign him now. You should now. have extended him yesterday. What's yeah. the hold up there? Also, you know what? Let's talk about that real quick. I have some quotes that we should probably address right now. It was in an Eric Francis article. Well, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but Mac is the ultimate team guy. And once the season starts, he does not want to be a distraction and doesn't want to be dealing with this in the media room. So his agent is also his uncle. So Matt, oh. who represents him, yeah, so they're blood. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, he goes, that's why our preference is that if we can get something done before the season, that's definitely where our head is at. If we can't, we're not saying we won't have any discussions, but we'd prefer to just leave it so there are no team distractions after our October 13th. I don't have to mince words. Brad and the city and his teammates and everyone and everything has been phenomenal. He sees this trade as a blessing in disguise. It is just about the numbers at this point. We have a range in mind, and I think we've addressed that very clearly. So I certainly think to a certain extent the ball is in their court. Bradley, my guy, get it done. Get it done. And, and then, yeah, like a quote like that will scare Flames fans though, too, right? Like oh, dude, with, Johnny, with, with the Johnny Gaudreau situation, right? Like he didn't yeah. want to talk contract during the season. That's that's immediately where my head went. Um, even even though it shouldn't, it's just a habit. It's nothing I can do about it. Um exactly. It's too much trauma. Um, but yeah, get that done. Like solidify your core right now. Get it. Just get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Your your bit your big pretty much five. Markstrom, Uyghur, Huberto, Kadri, Lindholm. Make those guys priority. You've already you've already gotten like more than half, like yeah, two-thirds of them. <laughs> Finish it off. And then when they asked Uyghur about it, he said, I want a long-term deal here. Being here, the guys have been great, and the city is very warm and welcoming. Then he referenced Kadri. He said, Kadri was a big free agent signing. He chose to come here before he even knew the city. My best buddy, Hubie, I'd love to spend another five, six, seven, eight years here with him. I believe he's the kind of guy who can take you deep. Same with Nas. I think all the pieces are here to be a successful team for years to come. It just comes down to Brad and the organization and our side coming down to terms on a deal that's good for both sides. His agent added, the desire is long-term and to settle in there. He's a Canadian kid who wants to play in a Canadian market. And then Uyghur comes in and says, I take all the years I can for sure. Apparently his girlfriend is also a little bit country. So... Because she wears cowboy boots, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Get it done. Like, yeah. Yeah, get it done. Welcome back, everybody. Big Bill's Flame Cast. And yes, we just heard Into the Flames, another great podcast I want you guys to check out. Talking about the great Mackenzie Weger. And uh, yeah, just to let you guys know why I had a little rejoinder there. Some dude is banging on a roof right next to where I'm recording this, so I apologize for any loud banging sounds. But anyways, let's get right back into it. We have a big game tonight. Uh, even though it's preseason, we are making a lot of cuts 
and getting evaluations. And tonight we are going to have a lot of our top guys sitting out. We do have Kadri in there. We have Tanev. And uh, I do believe Manjapani is making his return tonight. So that's all great news. I think he was skating by himself. He wasn't taking, uh, you know, skill stuff with the team and not doing any of that stuff. He was on his own. So for him now to be uh, involved and, and back on the ice, that is going to be great stuff. I really like Manjapani. Very awesome forward. All right. So. Like I said, we're taking on Seattle, and this is a team I know nothing about. Obviously, they just started uh, being a team. I think it was tw uh, 2021. Oh, what a what a time to start a team in the middle of a pandemic. But Seattle has been uh, one of those cities that have been really uh, screaming for a team for quite some time. So it's nice that uh, they were able to get into the NHL. I know that the um, their I think it's called the Seahawks or that might be their football team, but they do have a uh, a very good uh, HL team, I believe, in uh, in Seattle. So it's nice for them to finally get a big club there. So tonight, like I said, Tanev is back. He had a shoulder situation last year where he couldn't. Uh, playing some key playoff games against the Oilers, and we paid the price for that. He was and is a huge part of our team. So uh, Flames.com caught up with him today and asked him how he's feeling and all that good stuff. Yeah, just moving my feet, um, trying to think one step ahead, right? You always want to know where the puck's going before you get it. Um, Playing smart, good stick. I mean, obviously, stuff's gonna gonna take a little bit of time, but um, it's it'll be a, a good first step and, and get out there and, and get back up to pace. I haven't seen it, but is your headshot similar to your brother's this year? It's not. No, it's all business. No, all business. <laughs> Who looks meaner? Me for sure. <laughs> I have no teeth. Well, it depends if I'm smiling. I guess. Yeah. Did you smile? Uh, I, I try not, to, but they make me some. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean it's it's gone really well. As, as I said before, surgeon did a really good job. Trainers have, have done a good job here. My um, group back home that I rehabbed with and worked out with did a, a really good job. So I mean it's a collaboration of, of everything, sort of to get back as basically the earliest possible time I could I could come back pretty much. How much did it impact your, I shouldn't say how much, obviously a lot, but how did your summer look in regards to how different was it than a healthy summer? Yeah, uh, a lot more rehab. So um, first first six weeks sucks. I mean, I, anyone who's had uh, shoulder surgery will tell you. You're in a sling, it's uh, it's tough to sleep. Um, you're, I mean, you're, you're uncomfortable. Um, but after that, it, it, it get once you get moving, you get excited to start being able to do things and uh, and sort of get back to normal, which is nice. Were you able to do things like golf or water ski or whatever? No, I'm uh, no, I'm not a water skier. But um, no, I I my first golf round was I hit a couple balls at the Flames. Uh, <laughs> tournaments so I mean um, yeah golfing wasn't uh, wasn't in the cards this summer uh, unfortunately but. 
How important is it to, to maybe get into two or three preseason games before the Yeah, it's very important. I think that's why I'm out here today. You got to, as I said before, guys have played two, three, some guys four games already. So, I mean, you got to be able to play two, three games to to try to get up to speed before the season starts. Um, I think, I mean, any guys who, who's missed training camp before or not played games will tell you it's a, it takes a little bit of time if, if you don't to, to adjust in the season. So are you going into tonight needing to see something from yourself to know you're ready for the start of the season, or do you feel like you'll be good? I'm going in to play. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be going in if I didn't think I was ready to play, so... Um, it's been a long, long rehab, so this, if, if the doctors didn't think I was ready, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be out there tonight. Well, you guys know what this song means. It means we're done for the day. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, warts and all, because we got Hammy McHammerson next door making all kinds of a ruckus. But we will not let us let that get us down. No, we will not go quietly in the night. I can't remember where I heard that from, but it sounds cool. Anyways, I really enjoyed putting this together for you guys. I am now on a RSS feed for all of you guys who are checking it out on TalkShoe. Go and subscribe to that feed, and hopefully we will get uh, a website put together here and be uploading to other spots like Spotify and stuff like that. Anyways, that's going to do it for today. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, however you can do it. And until next time, I'll catch you all on the flip side.